0: It is time once again for the show, where an ordinary American looks at our extraordinary nation. Welcome to the Terry Wilkerson Show. My name is Terry. This is the Terry Wilkerson Show. On occasion, we will kind of throw out the format. We'll... Just go off the cuff here, and that's what we're going to do today. So we're probably going to have a little bit shorter of an episode than we normally do. Although it does seem that every time I say we're going to have a little bit shorter of an episode, it ends up being essentially the same length. But thank you for tuning in either way. And to all my international listeners around the world, as always, thank you for joining me. And don't forget that... When I talk to America on this show, I may be talking simply to my fellow Americans, but for all of you around the world, in all of the countries where I have listeners, in Russia, Germany, Japan, England, Ireland, Australia, all over the world, and I'm thankful for every single one of you, remember that the problems we have in this country are likely problems that you have in your own country, but thanks to media and government cover-ups, much the same as we deal with here in America, you're probably not as aware of those problems as we are here. But they exist, no matter what. And the fact that those problems exist in this country ultimately does affect our relationship with countries around the world. So please bear that in mind, that when I speak to America, yes, I am speaking specifically to my fellow Americans, but I believe that all around the world, you can gain a little bit of knowledge, you can, you can pick up a little bit of education when we're here addressing the problems that we have here in the United States. I want to begin tonight by talking specifically to the men in my audience. Ladies, obviously, you are free to listen. I encourage you to listen because this is actually a subject that will affect you as women. And, well, let's just get right down to it. Men, we have a serious problem right now. We have a serious problem that our government is trying to emasculate us. The government and the media together. The party, as I call them, in unison. And let me step away from my my commentary here for just one moment to make it clear. You hear me talk about the party. I'm not just referring to the Republicans and the Democrats in unison. I'm referring to the Republicans, the Democrats, their bureaucratic underlings, and, of course, the mainstream mass legacy bullshit media that covets their every word and hides their every misdeed. So now that that's out of the way, the party is trying to emasculate not just certain men, but men in general. The party has spent the better part of 60 years now trying to, I'm sure you hear my co-host Norma Jean the Cat, the party has spent the better part of the last 60 years trying to convince men that it is morally corrupt to be a man not just that masculinity is morally corrupt, but that the actual presence of the male chromosome in a human being is a violation of natural law. We are constantly told that all men are rapists, that all men are naturally violent, naturally warmongers, naturally controlling. The reason that you will continually hear the words, the patriarchy, being uttered in every possible environment. In our media, in our entertainment, even when you see protest signs being held. No matter what the protest happens to be about, there will be somebody who claims that it is the fault of the patriarch. This is everywhere. And the reason is that they have to drill it into our heads that being a man is to be evil in nature. It's funny, because throughout all of history, or at least until the past, we'll say 60 to 70 years, it has been the able-bodied, strong, capable male that has been called upon to fight in wars that has been called upon to settle new regions of the country, and indeed the world. It has been the able-bodied, capable male, upon whose back all of the work has been placed. And it has been now, in the last 60 to 70 years, that we have been told, surreptitiously at first, but more blatantly and more openly, as the Decades have gone by, that our existence as males, that those of us who dare to possess the chromosomes that qualify us as being the male version of Homo sapien, makes us inherently evil. The very idea of work ethic, the very idea of traditional anything, is anathema to these people. The party despises the very people that they claim to represent. The party despises the idea that an individual can have individual thought, individual ideas. The party despises you. They despise me. Men, they hate us. And it is not just the AOCs, and and the Sonia Sotomayors, and the Ruth Bader Ginsburgs. It is not just the women in power in the feminist movements of the past five decades. No. It is our fellow men who hate us. There are actors, athletes. There are people of note in every form of media entertainment and, and information that hate their fellow man not their fellow mankind but their fellow men their fellow biological men and let's get this out of the way there are men and there are women if you were born without any sexual reproductive organs that's called a eunuch there is already a term for it you do not get to decide that well I feel like I'm a woman today I'm going to get this out of the way for the people in the back who haven't already heard this. You can live in your delusion all you want if you have a penis and you call yourself a woman. Well, I'm attracted to other men. That is called gay. And that's cool. Being gay is just as cool as being straight. If you're attracted to both men and women, that is called being bisexual. There are already designations for sexual attraction ...to the opposite or the same sex. So, you can have whatever attraction you wish. You can live in the delusion that you believe you are a woman. That's fine. But the moment that you tell me or anybody else... ...anywhere in the world... ...that we have to subvert our reality to your delusions... ...you have crossed a line that we will no longer accept... You have forced the people around you to believe in an ideal, to believe in a concept that they know to be false. It is fine to think that you're a purple tortoise, but the second that you try to tell your employer you have to treat me differently because I'm a purple tortoise, you have gone too far. So these public figures despise their fellow males For two reasons. Number one, the typical pop culture male influencer. Let's say, for example, the Anderson Coopers of the world. And I'm throwing aside the fact that Anderson Cooper is homosexual because here's the thing. Nobody fucking cares if Anderson Cooper is gay or straight or bi or asexual or if he has an attraction to Beanie Babies. Nobody cares unless you start using your sexuality to assault other people, or you, you divert your sexuality toward children, that's when there is a problem. That's one of the rules here on this show. Fuck whatever you want, as long as it's consensual, and as long as it's not a child. Period. That's when we need to bring back the gallows. But the Anderson Coopers of the world who turn around and tell us that we are just pure evil for believing in any of the, quote, male stereotypes. They are playing off the fact that men have been taught for the better part of 60 to 70 years now that we are wrong just for being male and that we must be punished. When you see these pictures of these men bowing at the feet of women to apologize for the historical patriarchy to apologize for their male privilege. Let me tell you something. These are not men. These may be males, but they are not men. So my message to my fellow men out there, the members of the male sex of our species, who truly believe that there is a difference between a man and a woman, I say to you, this is our time to fight back, to stand up as a man, to be a man, to be men once again. And if you have ever in your life apologized to a woman or to another man or to a turtle or to a beanie baby for being a male, not only should you turn in your man card, you should turn off my fucking show and never Disgrace my show with your presence again. Okay, America, now I actually want to get into the heart of why we basically have no format this week. There has been a glut of stories in the news lately, and most of them you probably have not even heard of. But they are stories that, they're placed precisely in the right locations... The right geographic areas to prove a point, to hammer home an agenda. One particular story that uh, my lovely fiance came across that she shared with me is that working out in the gym could now be a leading accelerator of cancer in younger males. Now, on the surface, you would think that's just absolutely the most moronic thing I've ever heard of. And you would be correct. But there's a lot more to the agenda than that, America. It goes back to what I was saying just a few minutes ago about the male of our species and how they need to basically destroy the concept of male. And I'm not saying that only males work out. That's not even close to what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that they are trying to weaken us as a species. They are trying to weaken the American people on all fronts. They tried to weaken us emotionally and spiritually by creating a fake fucking pandemic, by using a virus that is essentially just a strain of the flu to shut down our entire nation and to attempt to shut down the entire world. Make no mistake, this was a global fraud. This was not just here in the United States it was across the globe that this crime of fraud was perpetuated against the citizens of the not only the United States but of earth no covid is not real it never has been move on they used this fake pandemic to weaken us emotionally mentally and socially they used this fake pandemic to take away our family, our friends. They used it to take away our way of life. They used it to take away the sports that we watched and play. They used it to take away the activities of our daily lives. They used it to take away the interaction we have with other people at work. They used this fake pandemic to completely rewrite the human condition, in a span of two years. And sadly, in many parts of the world, especially here in the United States, they succeeded. America, they used this fake pandemic, and I will say it until I'm blue in the face, and by blue in the face, I mean six feet under, and faced with my maker. They used this fake pandemic to rewrite the human condition, they used it to rewire America, And they succeeded in part. Now, what's the next step? They've weakened us emotionally. They've weakened us spiritually. Well, they have have to also weaken us physically. And they began that with this fake virus vaccine. I I know, America, you may say, he sounds a little bit different today. It's because I'm going into this. With absolutely no script, as I said at the outset of this episode, the format is out the window for tonight. So I'm trying to articulate my points without screaming too much, cursing too much, or going too fast. Because I think this is the most important message I can give to America right now. This weakening of the American population and of the global population... For once, I'll speak to the entire world in unison. With, of course, my usual emphasis right here on America. This vaccine was used to weaken immune systems. It was used to determine who would and would not comply. And let's face it, the list of people who did comply includes names that most of us never considered to be even remotely possibly attached to the party. But here they are. It's sad when you think that the the Donald Trumps and the Ben Shapiros of the world actually gave in and believed in the lie of COVID-19 and believed in the efficacy of a fake vaccine for a fake fucking virus. But they did. So they used the vaccine, they used scare tactics, to weaken us physically, and then they used the scare tactics of our mainstream media and our so-called pop culture celebrities and influencers to force us into believing that these vaccines were necessary, therefore making us socially less than those who had actually received the vaccine and the booster. This was all part of their plan, America. They used our own voices, they used our own people against us. They weakened us socially, they weakened us physically with the vaccine. If you took the vaccine, there's a very good chance that you're going to get sicker from that than you are if you were to actually get this strain of the flu that they call COVID-19. And believe me, when the evidence comes out that COVID-19 was never real, all you hear now is the lab leak theory may be true. America, when they have to admit that this particular virus was in fact not even real, that this has been just a fake false flag vaccine the entire time, the whole fucking narrative is going to collapse, and the whole multimedia presentation known as the COVID pandemic is going to look like it's fucking Oscar-worthy. And then we're all going to realize just what a fallacy it was. Now, they are using the same media, the party, In unison, the Republicans, the Democrats, the mainstream media, our influencers, are all gathering together to put little pins in little places on our map that further their narrative and further their agenda of weakening the American population. And this idea of working out being the newest way to accelerate the growth of cancer in young men Folks, this is clearly and obviously not correct. But what it is, is it is yet another way to weaken the population. Scare enough people into believing that going to the gym and working out and extending your lifespan to to believe that that's going to cause cancer, get enough people to believe that, not only will you end up killing off a good portion of the population earlier than if they had been in any type of good physical condition. And this is coming from a 300-pound man who has a blood sugar level of 305 as of about 20 minutes ago. So I know what I'm talking about when I talk about being physically weakened. We have a lot of people in this country, myself among them, who want to do better with themselves, who want to make their lives better physically, mentally, emotionally, and we now have the party doing whatever it takes, including lying about working out, lying about healthy diets to physically weaken us. Think about this. Look at this realistically, okay? We have been told for the past mm, five, six, seven years that... Overweight people, no, they're not fat. They just, they're living their own reality. They're living their own truth. They, they, they came up with terms like fat shaming. Look, I'm a fat guy and I'm ashamed of it. And, and the only person who could do anything about it is me. Nobody else. I, I don't expect anybody else to do anything about it. And quite frankly, if I'm walking around in a Speedo and I saw myself in the mirror, I would make fun of me too. That's the reality of life. The the reality is there are certain people that shouldn't wear Speedos. There are certain people that shouldn't wear tight shirts. People like me, okay? I'm not saying anybody else out there. Like, for example, um, let's use Oprah Winfrey, okay? And I'm only using her because I can't stand her. I don't give a shit that she was overweight. That doesn't bother me. I don't give a shit that Rosie uh, uh, Rosie O'Donnell... It was overweight. I don't care that any of these people were overweight. I care that they're loudmouthed, ignorant, lying, race-baiting fuckheads. So much for not swearing too much during this episode. But I know full well that I shouldn't be parading around in the nude because (laughs) look, I am damn near 300 pounds. There are times where I disgust myself. So I work on that on my own and i'm not going to walk out in the middle of the street and parade around and people that that's not people well you it's because society has gotten you to believe no stop with the society has gotten you to believe shit this fucking psychobabble bullshit is part of what needs to end huge weapon used by the party no this is not psychobabble societal bullshit this is self-awareness not self-consciousness self-awareness which is one of the most important components of being a human being you have to be self-aware in order to have a right you have to be aware of it and aware of how to execute it and aware of its consequences that is self-aware the fact that i know i'm overweight i know i'm morbidly obese that is self-awareness not self-consciousness stop with the fucking psychobabble stop trying to plant ideas in people's heads simply so you can control them. But this is what the media is doing now. They're telling you if you work out, if you're healthy, if you, if you gain muscle mass, lose fat, if you gain endurance, then you have an opportunity to get cancer more rapidly at a younger age. You can't tell me that doesn't sound like a load of bullshit being pushed on you by the party to weaken you physically. Because it is. It absolutely is. I've said it probably 20 times so far in this episode, they weakened us socially, they weakened us emotionally, they weakened us mentally, and now they have to weaken us physically. We're being told that we shouldn't eat proteins, we shouldn't eat the things we know, that we know from anthropological history are the backbone of human diets. No, go to a diet of all plant-based stuff. None of it producing actual protein. It's protein added in. And from what? From Well, from meat byproducts, let's be perfectly honest. And if you're going to tell me that the protein in oat milk is anywhere near as efficient to break down in the human body as protein from, say, cow's milk or camel or sheep or goat, you're out of your fucking mind. You're lying. You're lying to me. You're lying to yourself. So just stop and shut up. This... This movement toward veganism that has been around for the better part of 30 years now serves the same purpose. It's pushed by the party to weaken Americans. It is pushed by our media as part of an agenda from our government to weaken us physically, mentally, and emotionally. Every Thing they do every time you read a story about something that harms people it's not about the populace when when we found out that cigarettes were actually bad for us and if you didn't figure that out from the beginning if you didn't think in the 1920s and 30s that inhaling a fucking chimney you know three or four times every couple of hours was bad for you then maybe you should have gotten out of the gene pool to begin with But every time they come up with this, it's not about the public good. It's about controlling the public. When they started banning cigarettes in bars and restaurants and any public spaces, it was never about what was good for the other people. It was always about controlling those who partake of a practice that the party does not agree with we have anti-smoking legislation because we have anti-smoking activists because we have an anti-smoking lobby the the seatbelt laws exist simply because insurance companies did not want to pay out accident claims it has nothing to do with safety none of this has anything to do with safety america this is all about control we we have these violations of the second amendment not about the safety of the children or the safety of the community no it's to control the gun owners every piece of legislation every piece of media that gets handed down telling you that abc is bad for you because of xyz it is never ever about what's good for the people it's about controlling the people so they remain subservient to the government they remain subservient to the party. That is what it has always been about. That's what it always will be about. We have been told so many lies about what a, a, any specific thing that we put into our body can do to us. And I'm not saying, like I said earlier, if you, if you smoke cigarettes, and I smoked for a while, but if you smoke cigarettes, yes, they're bad for you. There is a very good chance that they will accelerate the growth of lung cancer cells. Although, back in the early 1990s, and I've come across a few people who remember this, but thanks to the internet and the ability of the party to scrub whatever they want, it's very difficult to find this. But there was a report, and I had a physical copy of it, from the World Health Organization back in the early 1990s that said there were certain chemicals in cigarette smoke that might actually prevent the growth of carcinoma, of of lung cancer cells, in certain patients. That's right. Cigarettes were at one point considered possibly a barrier against certain types of cancer. I have stumbled across hints of that report over the last few years, but I can't find a physical copy of it to save my life. And I wish I knew what happened to it, along with many of the other little... Uh, writings and and documents that I had collected over the years. I am certain I know what happened to them. I just don't know where they ended up. Oh, my God, he's becoming a conspiracy theorist. No, I'm not. I've never been a conspiracy theorist. I never intend to be a conspiracy theorist. What I am is a pissed-off American who is sick and tired of the lies and just wants the truth to come back out. In America, if you really think you're going to find the truth on the Internet, you better be using a Tor browser. To find anything. You better be using a Tor browser with a VPN. And you better be using burner email accounts and burner phones for everything. Because they track every single thing you do. America, they are intentionally forcing us into submission. By destroying us emotionally, psychologically, mentally, spiritually, and now physically. Don't drink milk. Don't eat meat. It's bad for the environment. What they really mean is you need to be weakened so they can control you. That's the truth, America. Whether you believe me or not right now doesn't matter. I'm here telling you this right now because at some point down the road there's going to be a scenario where everything goes to shit. There's going to be a shit-hits-the-fan scenario. And there's going to be, if only one, if only one, there is going to be a voice from out in the wilderness that warned you ahead of time that this was coming. There is going to be a voice out of the wilderness that told you the party is doing whatever they can to weaken you to the point of submission. And if they succeed, you will be able to look back at this episode, this moment, and remember, that this is where you heard it first. America, until we see you next time, have a great. The Terry Wilkerson Show is produced by 1975 Podcast Productions, a division of 1028 Media. Go to www.terrywilkerson.com for more information. You can find The Terry Wilkerson Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and wherever you download your fine podcast content. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And if you're on a platform where you can do so, give us a five-star rating. That way we can tell big tech that they can shove it up their ass. And until next time, America, stay calm, have courage, and wait for signs.